plans for the third temple in Jerusalem, Israel have been revealed and talks of peace continue to increase like never before. So we're left asking the question, will the final seven years begin in 2023? All of this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Segal here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Will the final seven years begin in 2023? That's the question we're asking today. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Give us a call. And if not, when? Let us know what you think today. We're not going to give you a prediction of when the Lord will return. We're not going to give you dates on when the rapture is going to happen, anything like that. We don't do, but we're going to tell you what the Bible has to say. We're going to tell you about events that are going on. Uh, one of the biggest shockers that just rang, uh, rang the, the bell today was that there's plans in Israel for a third temple, or at least there, there's an infrastructure that's going to lead to the third temple. So uh, don't, uh, don't miss that announcement because that story is pretty unbelievable, but we'll be getting to that here momentarily. I do want to remind you before we move forward about the Get Clear Prophecy Bundle. Doug did a lesson called The Two Witnesses. Dave did one called The Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. And I did one on Warn the Jews. And so the Get Clear Prophecy Bundle, these are the physical DVDs. They're available right now for a donation of any amount. Simply go to endtime.com slash clear. Or you can call us 800-363-8463 and pre-order today. You'll be one of the first ones to receive those brand new lessons on DVD. Go to endtime.clear today and you will know more about the two witnesses, which is kind of in alignment with what we're talking about today, Doug. Uh, everyone always wants to know, are the two witnesses Elijah and Enoch? <laughs> and can you give someone a quick answer, yes or no? Are they Elijah and, and In Enoch? our opinion, no, they're not. So. No, they're not. All right. Well, you say it so just confident. I have some scripture in there that you can go look at. Is it Donald Trump and DeSantis? <laughs> I don't believe so. No. Okay. So they can get the Get Clear Prophecy Bundle to get clear on that particular topic. Absolutely. You can go off into that yeah. and explain it in clear detail. How about this? Will the final seven years begin in 2023? No, if it's going to, it's going to have to happen pretty quick because we're already in August. August, Can you believe that? But, yeah, I mean, it's possible it could. Uh, You know, we would have to see um, that peace treaty come to pass. But they're working on more parts of the deal. And so, um, you know, we'll talk about that and and see what they're talking about. It's very interesting, some of the things that they're doing. You know, we were real close uh, when Donald Trump was in office. We were real close to having Saudi Arabia sign on to... Uh, the Abraham Accords. They mm-hmm. didn't do it at that time. Then, of course, he wasn't reelected, um, or however you want to look at that. I know if I say that, people are going to come at us from all kinds of sides. But you I know, got a message the other day that he's the still the commander in chief. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it appears as though he did not <laughs> uh, get back in office. I never know how to answer that one. But anyway, with him not being there. Uh, the absence of Donald Trump. They did not have that uh, Saudi Arabia sign on. Well, now 
the Biden administration's doing talks with Saudi Arabia, and they think they are close. And so there's a lot of interesting news. There's really a lot of news about Israel today uh, in the headlines. I mean, I I debated on if we were going to do two different ways with this and kind of show peace agreement stuff and then show some other things that's happening. But I'm sure we'll talk about some of it because it involves UNESCO and the UN and things like that. So anyway, very interesting developments there in Israel. So talking about Israel, behind us is the plain of Megiddo. Mm -hmm. Um, Why is that an important thing? Like we're talking about, will the final seven years begin? Why is the plain of Megiddo behind us today? Well, you know, that is one of the most significant uh, areas because that's where the battle of Armageddon is going to begin. This is where the uh, nations are going to come in against Israel in the plain of Megiddo right there. And If I'm um, looking at a map, where is that on the map in Israel? Yeah, well, it's going to be up to the north. It's going to be close to, you remember in the prophecy, it tells us that the Euphrates River will be dried up to make a way for the kings to come in. And so, uh, and, it, and it leads up through, uh, like coming down from the north into Jerusalem through the Kidron Valley is where it ends up. And so, it's a very significant area that where it comes in on the map. We'll actually see a map here in a little while. We might be able to point it out. I don't know if that particular map is going to show that. But yeah, it's to the north of Jerusalem. So this is where the Battle of Armageddon begins, which occurs inside of the final seven years. Yes. Now a lot of people, sorry. It it occurs at the end of the final seven years. Yeah. So a lot of people um, would say that, you know, the final seven years begins after the rapture or that the battle of Armageddon begins after the rapture and that those of us that are born again believers are not going to be here to witness any of this. Mm -hmm. Some will even say, why even talk about it? Yeah. Because we're going to be gone. So what's the point in talking about it? I mean, here's the thing. Based on Scripture and the way we, you know, read Scripture and where we see Scripture talking about these things, we, we will be raptured up before that battle really gets to the boiling point because the scriptures tell us that we come back with Jesus Christ to fight uh, at the Mount of Olives. When they get to uh, Jerusalem, they will take half the city and then the Lord comes and fights for Israel. Well, the armies of heaven come with them and will be part of the armies of heaven. Uh, All that's found in Revelation 19 about the rapture, about the marriage supper of the Lamb, and then coming back with Jesus Christ. So, um, you know, we will come back to fight in that battle, but it's very significant. This is one of the most significant places, and the reason why it correlates with what we're talking about today is because this peace agreement uh, between Israel and the Palestinians, which hasn't happened yet, that we're going to be talking about Saudi Arabia and Israel, but it's very interesting what they say about Saudi and why they're so important and a key role in this, but we will... Um, start that final seven years when that peace agreement is settled with Israel and the Palestinians. So we're going to break that down today with Scripture and show you some interesting information in these news articles. Well, part of this that, that we're talking about here with, with peace um, and, and Saudi, they're saying that this deal would require significant concessions to Palestinians. Yeah. Now that's on our radar because of this peace plan. Mm-hmm that we know is coming according to the Bible. And in that, 
as we see as we see reality today, the Palestinians would re, would have to give up significant concessions to make that peace plan work according to what the Bible says is coming. Right. So Israel, right now, the way that the Palestinians look at Israel is that Israel is occupying their territory. Like Israel has no rights to the land there at all. Mm-hmm. But yet Israel was made uh, a nation again in 1948. You know, after. Uh, World War II and the things that happened there. We know that Israel has history there. We're going to talk about that a little bit too today, but we've we've talked about that in the past. The history belongs to Israel. God said over 37 times, I will put my name in Jerusalem. So we have the Bible to go by. The Palestinians don't believe what our Bible says. So that's where the problem is. I like relying on the Bible. Me too. <laughs> All right. Will the final seven years begin in 2023? Let us know what you think in the comment section and give us a call at 877-END-TIME. We'll be right back. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. Are you ready for an extraordinary journey to the region that is the focus of more End Time Bible prophecy than any other? Well, look no further. Join us on an unforgettable journey to Israel. Our adventure begins down in Jerusalem, where we will teach on the Mount of Olives, sing at the Garden of Gethsemane, walk down through the Kidron Valley, then we'll make our way north, have a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee, while visiting Joppa, Mount Carmel, baptize in the Jordan River, and so much more. Don't miss out on this incredible trip to Israel. Spaces are limited. Book your tour today. Visit endtime.com slash tour or call us at 1-800-END-TIME. Join us for an experience that you will never forget. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Will the final seven years 
begin in 2023. That's what we're talking about today. Uh, behind us is the plain of Megiddo. We're talking about uh, a lot to do with Israel and what's happening, including some, um, uh, I guess, third temple plans being revealed on how people are going to access that here in just a few years. So we're diving off into a lot of Israel talk today. And i got to remind you about our tour. We take a group to Israel twice a year, and we have a wonderful time. You get basically all access to Dave and Jana, and Doug and Tina just went on this last one. Uh, You're having breakfast with them. You're having dinner with them. They ride with you in the bus. They don't have some um, special uh, transportation where they're private and, and away from you. They are right there with you every step of the way showing you all around Israel. And it's a wonderful time. It's like a VIP tour, really. Uh, We've been going for, I guess it's been close to 30 years at this point. So not only do we see all the historical sites, but we're going to point out where prophecies were fulfilled and where prophecies will be fulfilled. For instance, we go see the plain of Megiddo right behind us. You go see that in real life and we talk about what's coming to this area it's a wonderful time it's a trip of a lifetime really if you have the opportunity to go you definitely should and we have limited availability for this upcoming tour you have to register this month in august so go to endtime.com tour to learn more you can also call 800 endtime and ask for Brittany, and she will be able to help you with additional information or to go ahead and register you definitely want to go to Israel, Doug. You agree? Absolutely agree. What about and the food? People are scared of the food because it's a oh, no. foreign country. I mean, don't be scared of the food. They have amazing food. Uh, I mean, especially if you like to eat a lot of vegetables and greens and things like that. But they have meat. I mean, Just I lost I, half I, the audience. I never went a night without eating meat. And the hotel we stay at, I mean, it, you could go back there and they're making steak right on a little fryer, and they're frying up chicken and steak. So you can go back there and what get in line goat? for that. I didn't have any goat. I I had some fish, and I had, I, you know, I take that back. I might have had some goat because they do have some things out in some dishes, and I think one of them might have been, might have been lamb or goat. I can't remember. But anyway, I mean, it's all good. The, the food's amazing. The desserts are incredible. I mean, when you go, go for to the, the food, if nothing else, I'm telling you. But you know what? The the whole experience. The thing about it is um, that another thing that you need to think about too is if you don't really like the warmer weather. The fall tour is where to go. I mean, the, the weather's like Texas, I'll tell you that much. So if you live in Texas or if you've been to Texas and you know what the summer's like, it's hot in Israel right now, it's hot in Texas right now, but in the fall it begins to cool off, it gets nicer. Um, and not Houston, Texas, right? No, not Houston. In, in this area, I guess I should say, in the in the Dallas North, North area. Texas. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's nice. It's It really is wonderful and the scenery is incredible. The people are so friendly and you'll you'll have a blast the tour guides are top notch and those guys know everything about the history plus the bible and it's just a wonderful time can't well, say enough about it our guide is a former idf like high up in the, like the idf navy seals i don't know what they're mm-hmm. called but he's yeah. like high up ops guy right yeah not only that both of our guides are too okay. ron is too uh him and Ido and Ron were in the military together. That's how they know each other. But And they both were in archaeology. So they have that on top of their military experience. That's probably like everybody over in Israel. Everybody's in archaeology. It, it may be, but I tell you what, I have never seen anybody that knows 
what Edo knows. I mean, it, it, we actually go to sites where Edo was part of the team that was doing the dig there. And wow. so it's it's pretty incredible. You'll, I'm telling you, folks, it's one of the greatest things you'll ever do. If you get to go, you should do it. So Israel mm-hmm. is working on a deal with Saudi. What, what's that about? So the, the main thing that we need to understand from this, Saudi, is, so, of course, Saudi Arabia is huge in the size of the country but also in the population and uh, the way that the Middle East is run, Saudi is one of the good guys there in the Middle East as far as uh, when, you, when you think about uh, the groups there as far as, um, you know, are they friendly toward America, are they friendly toward Israel? Uh, they, they are. I mean, there are things that they don't agree with, like they don't feel like Israel is giving the Palestinians a fair a significant shake there and allowing them to have an area of their own. And so that's what some of this is about. That was the only thing keeping, really keeping Saudi from signing into the agreement when Trump was there. They wanted to uh, talk about those settlements more. And so this is kind of what Saudi Arabia has been doing. But there's other concessions that they want from this other than just that. They're going to get... uh, some great benefits from it. They're going to have uh, technology that's going to be shared from Israel. They're going to be able to uh, open up highways and trade and things that have not been opened up before. And that's what they're going to get out of this thing. But Saudi Arabia, one of the things that they want from the U.S., and this is where we need to kind of understand how this is going, because this is one of the things, Vince, that Trump promised them uh, that he would help in case they were ever attacked by Iran, in case Iran ever tried to come into Saudi and attack them and take over the oil wells and things like that. They want to make sure that they have an agreement with the United States through the Biden administration for a similar role that we have with NATO to where if Saudi Arabia were ever attacked, Washington would be committed to help them and come to their defense. So that's one of the things they want out of this. And it's reportedly one of the things that they're talking about in this agreement. Um, whenever President Biden was asked about it, all he would say was there are talks in the works. And he believed that we were really close to getting uh, Saudi Arabia to sign on to a peace agreement with Israel, which is a huge that's a huge thing, no matter where you stand politically, you know, whose side you're on or anything like that. But they also wanted to have the development of civilian uh, nuclear program, which is, if you've been following uh, the news and everything, that's what Iran said that they wanted, which now we know that they're making nuclear warheads because they want to attack Israel and blow Israel off the face of the earth. Uh, there was just a report today where uh, the leader of Hamas, which uh, is Iranian, said that he wanted to uh, continue to uh, force that fight on Israel and to run them out of the area completely. And he said there would be no peace in the Middle East until Israel was completely destroyed. And so they still, that's what Iran is saying. But Saudi Arabia is not aggressive toward Israel like that. They want to be able to have it for uh, I'm sure for protection, but they're just saying in a civilian nuclear program, which would not include making warheads and things like that, which is what Iran had said that they want to do. So that's why I bring that up. Uh, but also they want the ability to be able to purchase weaponry from us and have like uh, planes by planes and things like that from us. So these are some of the things that are in there as well, where they're wanting to kind of do a deal with America and a deal with Israel, which leads me to think more along those lines of what Revelation twelve fourteen says. 
you know, that the wings of the eagle will be there to help nourish Israel during that time of great tribulation because we're very much a part of this. Now, where the worry comes in with a lot of people is that if we force Israel to make, uh, you know, any more concessions where they give up property because every time this has been done and I didn't get those stats. I know we talked about this the other day and I didn't get the stats, but every time that an American president has uh, come into the talks and told Israel they needed to give up land for peace, there's been some kind of catastrophe happen. Um, they they cited the the storm. I can't remember the name of the storm that happened in the Atlantic Ocean, but it was they did a movie about it called The Perfect Storm, and that storm actually wiped out President Bush's uh, beach house, and uh, he was the one that told Israel they needed to move everybody out of the Gaza Strip. And when that happened, remember we talked about it the other day, Ariel Sharon did that and then shortly after that Ariel Sharon had a stroke and he was comatose till he died years later and he was the uh, the equivalent of Netanyahu right now the prime minister of Israel when he did that when he made that command and had people taken out of their houses and removed Israelites out of Gaza and out of their homes so anyway uh, these are things that if we begin to tell Israel you've got to give up land for peace people are concerned with that now, the area that we're talking about, I got a map, and this is where I want to throw that map up. They're talking about Area C. People are always asking us. Well, don't reveal the map yet. Well, this we need, is. We need to tell people they need to share the video. First. Okay, well, don't reveal the map yet, guys. <laughs> Vince, has, and Vince has another avenue here. Go ahead, Vince. Well, b- before we even do that, I did want to mention the, the story is about peace. Right. But they throw in that defense. And yes. that Washington would be. Uh, responsible to come to their defense. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the beginning of the final seven years. Yeah. We talk a lot about the fact that there's a peace treaty coming, that there's a war coming. Mm-hmm. It's kind of odd to talk about the two at the same time, but we can see how a war is going to come that's going to kill a third of mankind according to the Bible. Yeah. And as a result of that, it seems like it's a soft pitch for a peace deal. Right. Because the world's going to be in extreme duress, like like you and I have never seen in our lifetimes. Exactly. I mean, it would compare nothing to 9-11. We're talking about billions of people being killed from a war. And so the peace comes, we think, after that. Of course, the Bible doesn't explicitly say, right. so it could be either way. But yeah. it seems like a war is going to come, and then here we've got this peace talk advancing even further. But then there's that clause where we would come to their defense so it just seems quite interesting to me yeah well and you know that's one reason why i bring up iran because iran could cause that war to start i mean if if saudi signs in this deal with israel and iran figures well if they sign on with this this is going to make it more difficult for us to get the palestinians to fight against israel and to to move ahead with this plan we have that that whole thing could actually start that war mm-hmm. and so we could see that war happen just because of results of people saying yeah we want to normalize agreements with israel where we begin to do business with them so that's that could happen very quickly vince because of this and that's one reason why i brought iran up a while ago so yeah Great point. All right. Well, we do need your help. Uh, we need you to share this video. We need you to love the video. Not just give us a thumbs up, but hit the heart icon. It helps us out a lot. Comment. What do you think? Will the final seven years begin in 2023? Share your opinion on that or comment whatever you would like. Um, but when you share, when you heart the video, when you comment and interact with 
others on the chat. It helps us out tremendously, break through the algorithms, get to your friends and family. Most people watch this show hours after it's streamed live. So when you share, you help us get to more people. It's almost like a evangelism effort, Doug, where when you share <laughs> yeah. it to your hundreds That's or thousands true. of friends, yeah. uh, there's no telling who's watching it and what it might do in their life. And so yeah. share the video, help us out in that regard. And Doug, you mentioned a map. Yeah. This map's going to help us see why this area is so important. Is that right? Yeah, that map's going to help because they mention in these uh, articles. So if you go back and look at the article yourself, you'll see that they talk about the annexation of the West Bank and they talk about Area C. So if we can throw that map up there. Uh, if you're looking at the map with us, you see the gray area right there. That's all considered Israel right now. Uh, then you see the West Bank. When we think of the West Bank, a lot of times you would expect that to be on the western side of Israel. But remember, it's the West Bank of the Jordan River. So if you see over there to the right of the screen, you see where we've got the Jordan River uh, coming down. It's kind of blacked out, but you see it there. And then the area C is in white. And then uh, you see the red is A, and the pinkish color there is area B. Those A and B are controlled by the Palestinians at this point. The white is the settlement area. It's it's not necessarily the settlement area. That's the West Bank area that the Israel IDF control. So the military of Israel control that and patrol it very heavily. Now there's gold right there in the middle of that, close to where you see West Bank on your map. That gold is the settlement area. What Saudi wants is for Israel to give that area up. So that area right there is explicitly belongs to the settlers at this point. They want that area to be part of the Palestinian state. And so that is a disputed area right there. Uh, It's very important because of Bible prophecy. But we wanted you to see the area we're talking about. Very small little area there, but it's very strategically located, and there are people there. But because of this Area C, we know that what happened with the uh, UN Resolution 2334 when it was adopted on uh, December 23rd, 2015 or 16, when Obama was leaving office, one of the things he did, one of the last things he did, he did not get along with Netanyahu at all. And so one of the last things he did was withhold our veto vote for this resolution to pass. Well, when we did that, it let the resolution pass. And what this does, it concerns the Israeli settlements in the Palestinian areas. And they claim that this has been occupied since 1967. As far as the U.N. is considered, they believe that those settlers, those Israeli settlers, are illegally possessing that land. And this is actually a resolution that passed 14 to nothing by the members of the uh, U.N. Security Council because we did not withhold and veto there. So now it's on the books. It's on the, the records of the World Criminal Court that Israel, those living there, are breaking international law. And this is what we called then the first steps to Armageddon. And Vince, we have a video that Pastor Baxter made called First Steps to Armageddon, a lesson uh, that explains this in detail, and you can get it on uh, In Time Plus, right? That's right. Watch that InTime.com. Search Armageddon. You'll find it there. We'll be right back. We have some open lines at 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't go anywhere. 
that I understand what is taking place. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. All right, Doug, we were just looking at that Israel map. You were explaining the different areas and uh, what all is coming in that regard. You had some stuff to wrap that up with. Yeah, so, I mean, this is just one of those ways, Vince, that we understand there's going to be a two-state solution. And from our understanding and from what Pastor Baxter saw so many years ago, in Matthew 24, this is what Jesus is talking about, that very area. When he says in Matthew 24:15, he gives us a prophecy about that time. Now, would you like to read that? Uh, sure prophecy there in Matthew 24, starting with verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Yeah, so when Jesus says there that when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel to get out of Judea, that area we just showed on that map, that whole area C, that's Samaria and Judea. So that's that area that Jesus was talking about. So those living in those settlements, Jesus is talking to them. He's saying, don't go back to your house. Don't go get your clothes. Pray that you're not pregnant in this time or that it's winter. But just get out as quick as you can because tribulation is going to start there. That abomination of desolation, which is when the man of sin is revealed, when he's revealed, when he stops the animal sacrifices, something about what that man says is going to cause this great tribulation to start, and it will start in that area of Judea. So we understood through this prophecy here that there would always be a sharing agreement there, that they would allow Israelis to live 
in the Palestinian controlled territory under Palestinian authority, but that they would be Israeli citizens. And, and, and those, this has not occurred yet. Right. This has not happened yet. And this is one of the reasons why we started the whole campaign about more the Jews. That's right. So, uh, and you that's, know, that's what we're talking The Get Clear Prophecy Bundle, endtime.com slash clear. We have a whole, uh, one of the three lessons is about warn the Jews. We look at this scripture, talk more about it, share some of our burden at End Time Ministries with warning the Jews. They're not reading Matthew 24. They don't consume this and, and they're not preparing for it. So as Christians, we've, we've looked at it and gone, okay, somebody has got to warn them. Somebody has to go and tell them uh, that this is coming and what to do when it does occur and there's really no one doing it. That's uh, about 10 years ago. We looked at it and said, no one is doing this. Mm-hmm. We have to step up. We felt God calling us to take that step and to go help warn the Jews. And so that's one of the lessons that Get Clear Prophecy Bundle. Go to endtime.com slash clear. You can get those DVDs for a donation of any amount. It's a pre-order, but you can give $10. You can give $500. It doesn't matter the amount. Ask the Lord what you should give and get the Get Clear Prophecy Bundle at endtime.com slash clear or go to or give us a call 800-END-TIME if you'd like to do it over the phone. Of course, you can also stream it on End Time Plus, but mm-hmm. we're talking about those DVDs specifically. So Matthew 24 has not happened yet, Doug. Right. And when it does, has the peace treaty already been signed by then? Yes, because we understand from Daniel 9.27 that that peace agreement starts the final seven years. The abomination of desolation, the Bible tells us, starts in the middle of that seven years. So three and a half years into this peace plan, the Antichrist will be revealed. He's going to set up the abomination of desolation. That will start the final three and a half years, which is the Great Tribulation. And so we know this hasn't happened yet. We understand that from Scripture. But that's how we always knew that there would be a two-state solution there, that Palestine, uh, the land of Palestine would have their own state and it would be Judea would be that state. So this is what they started talking about, remember, under uh, the Biden or not Biden, uh, the Clinton administration. And way back then, this is one of the things that, you know, Bill, where Bill Clinton said, well, you know, when we get to the Temple Mount, that's always the problem. Why don't you guys just share it? He talked about that. So he talked about I remember that state. being on the cover of End Time magazine. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it's been a long time since that was on the cover of End yeah, Time magazine. Yeah, like maybe 10 or younger. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that's how we understood there would be a sharing arrangement on the Temple Mount and there would be a two-state solution with the ultimate conflict being... Uh, who controlled Jerusalem, the, you know, and that's where the battle of uh, Armageddon is going to end up over the status of Jerusalem. And so uh, wherever you want to go from here, we can we can talk about this second part here or we can move on, whatever you want to do. I'm going to leave that to you here. Well, there's a lot more to talk about and we do want to get to your calls as well. We have open lines at 877 time 877 so we'll start there for now and see what happens. We'll go to Virginia. Barry is watching there. Barry, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Hi, Barry. Welcome. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're better than we deserve, Barry. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was listening to the topic, so yeah, I'm. And uh, I will say what. Uh, I want to start this. Uh, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Um, so when it comes to uh, will it start? I guess the first thing I want to say is I, I want to 
I'm going to remain credible and not what's called unincredible or lose my credibility. Understood. So, yeah, so you don't want to make a prediction that like, well, you told me this and then you told me that and you lose credibility. So I would say, I don't want to say, yeah, it's going to happen uh, this year, but very well could be next. But I, I make some little valid points why I said, I'll make some I make uh, make some notes here why it could happen this year. I'll, I'll say it could. Sure. Uh, a strong possibility it could. Uh, I'm a network engineer, so I work in information technology. And uh, I was reading today, uh, Juniper is a major networking company out there, and they want to use AI to manage uh, some of their, uh, their data centers and stuff like that. So I imagine some other companies like Cisco, Wah is an Asian company. They're probably using AI uh, to manage some of their, uh, you know, some of your DNA and other uh, information technology assets out there. I, AI has really come on strong. Uh, I have a have a, a guy that sits behind me, and uh, he's using AI. He's a software developer and stuff like that. And uh, I'm a little off topic and stuff like that, but he was saying like uh, he's actually using AI to do ministry and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so you still have to have, you know, accountability partners and stuff like that. I wouldn't do that. You can depend on AI to uh, collect, uh, you know, say notes from the Bible and stuff like that. So I'm not, you know, I'm not there. I was like, I, I don't agree with you. So, Barry, your take but, uh, is is that you don't want to commit to the final seven years happening this year, but you think it could. Oh, yeah. It very, uh, I mean, with everything, look at the uh, the Russian war. Everything's uh, Russia surrounding Israel. Uh, so you look at the wars that's going on right now. We got the red heifers, and I just saw the moon last night. The Sturgeon, I think it's a Sturgeon. I call it. I was listening to the Weather Channel. I think it's the Sturgeon moon that's out right now. There's another one that's going to happen at the end of the month. So all these things are very significant. So you got the AI, the moons. I mean, the moons is just a sign. It's just another sign, but it's two of them happen, and use that significant to. I forgot what it means, like, if it's significant to the world or stuff like that, or is it strictly for Israel? I had to research that. But you got AI, so you got all these things, these big things, you know, all these big signs right now. So Yeah. Um, well, Barry, let me tell you one reason why this is a big deal with Saudi Arabia, because this is kind of important because of the fact that Saudi Arabia makes up a big percentage of uh, the Arabs in that area. And so the whole deal with if they sign on with this, they believe having a large country like Saudi Arabia get behind this and make a peace deal with Israel, that they'll be able to take the Palestinians who really only make up like 2% of the Muslim population there, they'll be able to get them to the negotiating tables. And that's why Saudi Arabia has always been a big deal. So this is really, it's a bigger deal than a lot of people kind of give it credit for because if they can sign this and get Saudi behind this, then this really could move us forward in that situation because they'll have a lot of pull there. And, And like Vince and I was talking a while ago, I don't know if you heard that part, but we were talking about Iran being upset with this, and they're trying to tell Saudi, don't do it. You know, if you do it, this is going to cause problems between us. That's one reason why Saudi wants the United States to promise that if they're attacked, that will help. And so it's all, these are all key pieces that they throw in these articles, and unless you really understand the dynamics of what's going on over there, 
It just seems like, oh, there's just another headline about Israel today. But it's a bigger thing than that. And I agree with you. With the advancement of technology and the things that are happening right now, it looks like we're moving rapidly toward uh, either that war or this peace treaty. Yes, sir. All right, Barry. Well, we appreciate your call and your perspective. We we agree. We think that it could happen this year. We know there's a lot that uh, will need to occur if that were to happen at this point, being that it's August. But uh, we shall see. All right, we're going to go to Texas now. Bridget's watching there. Bridget, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Thank you all for uh, taking my call. Um, I have a quick question and then another question that's a little off subject if you have time. So my quick question is, I thought that the the agreement was going to be the sharing of the Temple Mount, not Jerusalem. Do you know the scripture for that? I didn't know it was Jerusalem. I was thinking it was the Temple Mount. Well, so the whole thing, the way that we know there's going to be a sharing agreement on the Temple Mount is Revelation 11, 1 and 2, where John was told to measure uh, the temple, the altar, the worshipers there, but don't measure the outer court for it to be trodden down by the Gentiles for 42 months. And so that tells us that there's going to be a sharing arrangement on that Temple Mount, which right now, if if you ever see a topographical picture, if you go to the Temple Mount yourself, just uh, north of the Dome of the Rock, there is a large area there, and they even believe that the Holiest of Holies is there in the Dome of the Spirits, that that's where the original Holiest of Holies was. And they believe they could build the temple there. And that is the perfect place for it because then the outer court would be where the Dome of the Rock is, which would be fulfilled in that prophecy right there. So that's that prophecy about the Temple Mount. But as far as we know the status of Jerusalem, see, the Palestinians want eastern Jerusalem to be their capital. And Israel says we will never give up Jerusalem as our eternal capital. President uh, Trump said, you know, Israel is or Jerusalem is Israel's eternal capital and moved our embassy there. So the battle of Armageddon will be over that. And if you look in Zechariah 14, 1 through 3 right there, it tells you that half of the city will be taken at that point at the battle of Armageddon. So that's how we know Israel controls the entire city of Jerusalem all the way up to the return of Jesus Christ. Awesome. Okay. Um, and if you had time, um, you know all this subject about the um, unidentified flying things that the pilots are seeing and such. But in Ephesians 2, 2, um, talks about Satan's the prince of the power of the air. Do, do you think that has anything to do with it? Do you think that Satan is introducing things, um, you know, for whatever reason, maybe to just to draw people to him or something that that would make us wonder and make people follow him or something? Well, I can't really say for sure that I believe that that the devil's got UFOs flying around. I don't know that. But I think that the spirit of the Antichrist is behind all that because these are distractions. We talked about it the other day on the program. Maybe ways that they try to explain away the rapture or the battle of Armageddon. So that's what we think. Thanks for your call, Bridget. God bless you, Doug. Kind of saved by the bell there on the alien talk. But, right. Uh, on After the break... Uh, We're going to talk about the plans for the third temple being revealed, so you don't want to miss that. Don't go anywhere. We do have some open lines, too. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, 
And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Will the final seven years begin in 2023? We're talking about peace. We're even talking about some war. And we're talking about a story that hit the news that is talking about plans for the third temple. Uh, When I saw Doug, he said, did you see the story? And I'm like, no, I did not. (laughs) And so, Doug, I guess... Let's go over that conversation again. Okay, because this is really interesting, Vince. This is been this has been in the works for a while as far as this high speed rail system that they're getting. And so the is other this day, the Trump high speed. Thing? Now they have a Trump station. Remember, whenever uh, President Trump uh, changed the and put our uh, embassy there in Jerusalem, made the statement that he made and everything. Well, they named several different places after Trump. Mm. And one of them that they named is a train station there in Jerusalem near the Temple Mount that goes from Tel Aviv to the Temple Mount. Now, this is a rail system that's already in place. That's there. We saw parts of the rail system when we were there this time. So that train station already exists. It's called the Trump Station. And well, that sound like Trump's name's all over Jerusalem? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is he the Antichrist? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> we just talked about this. Yeah, we did. But one of the things, the significance of this train going from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So the, the whole thing is there are very specific feast days that the Jewish people must go up to the temple area. That's why you see certain times when they're having feast days, they'll even have some uh, simulation to, uh, you know, what it's going to be like one day when they have a temple. Like they'll do, uh, you know, some of the the feast and, and play those out like they were done in history, but they don't do them on the temple mount. They do them close to there. But even so, the deal is they make pilgrimages there to the Western Wall. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reason why they go to the Western Wall is the closest that they can get and worship to where the temple would have st- stood. So in the Bible, we read about them going to the temple. Yes. We read about Jesus turning tables over up there and all right. sorts of things like that. Yeah. That's not happening today because Jews aren't allowed access to that area. Right. So the and closest they get to the Western Wall is what you're saying. Yeah, and nobody can worship on the Temple Mount except for Muslims. We both know that. We've yes. been there and, and been told, you know, you can't take a Bible, I you broke can't the pray. Rules yeah. Per usual. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me. You, you are a little bit of a rebel. When I'm it comes such to a that. rebel. I'm usually a rule follower until it's government overreach. Then yeah, I have a problem and, with it. Yes, and and I agree with you completely. And so that's why it's important. They want this train to get people from the Tel Aviv area because Tel Aviv is like one of the most populated areas. It's a huge, thriving city right on the ocean. The ocean's gorgeous, and people flock there for vacation. But they need a way 
because the highways there are very congested. So they need a quick access to get up to uh, the Temple Mount and be able to worship. Well, this article came out, and this is what got me. So if we can show a picture of uh, Netanyahu, uh, he had this press conference. Is this the Trump train? I don't know if they call it the Trump train, Vince. I really don't. Now, they have the Trump station that is there. So everybody that comes into Jerusalem will go to the Trump station. But here's the deal about this train. This is going to be a high-speed train, and this Saudi agreement would access a way to go into Saudi Arabia like never before, bringing Jews that live in those outer areas to come home and go and celebrate Passover. But listen to what this article said. This is a quote from the article. Go ahead. I'll let you read it. Are you there? We're talking about a high-speed train? Yes, that's where it starts. Read that for us. It's precisely what is needed for Passover when all of Israel is required to bring their sacrifices to the temple. And this is what a rabbi told Israel 365 News. God is preparing the way for the pilgrims to arrive at the temple. Now, that in itself is amazing because this article is called... High-speed rail to bring pilgrims from Saudi Arabia to the third temple by 2040. So that lets you know right there that the Jews are are making, uh, you know, no apologies about this. They're saying, we expect to have a third temple by 2040. And our caller a while ago brought up a good point. They now have the red heifer. It looks like the red heifer is going to stay kosher. It looks like for the first time in 2,000 years... They're going to have a kosher red heifer that they're going to be able to sacrifice and be able to go up. The way that the religious Jews believe, they have to have that, the ashes of this red heifer, before they can go up on the Temple Mount. They need to be purified, and they need to go up there and begin the building process. So remember two years ago, Vince, I can't believe it's already been two years ago, but we had pictures where they were doing a survey up there of that area, and we were like, what in the world's going on on the Temple Mount right now? I remember that. So these plans are in place, like our our title suggested. They are planning for that to be done no later than 2040. Now, I don't know if 2040 means the train will be complete or if they believe that the temple will be complete by 2040. Well, it says two-third temple by 2040, so it means the temple should be there before. No? No. That's what it sounds like to me, that, that the rail system would take till 2040 to get built and the temple would we'll be, already there be there and bring people up to it. That's what it sounds like to me when I read that. And so what this, what this rabbi is saying is that this is a way that all of Israel will be able to come up and celebrate Passover like they should be able to. And this is what they long for. So, folks, this is why we've been saying for years that there would be a sharing arrangement, that there was going to be a temple, because Scripture tells us over and over that there's going to be a temple there. And that's the significance and the importance of it. And so this uh, right now, that high-speed rail system we were talking about, it says that it connects Ben Gurion Airport, which is there in Tel Aviv. That's where we land when we go into Israel. And then we take buses, and we're in that traffic, and that traffic is something else but man eventually you're going to be able to take this rail system and just boom it goes 155 miles an hour so it'll get you there in like 10 minutes probably and uh so i mean it's it's pretty incredible but it says that it right now it takes travelers to that donald trump station at the western wall station so it takes you right up to the temple and so this you're is saying there's a station called the donald trump station <laughs> yes right at, at the, the temple western Mount. wall yeah yeah the wailing wall 
Yep. We need to do another show as Donald Trump, <laughs> part three. You love that so much. Well, his, you got his name right there on, on the Temple Mount. That's yeah. quite interesting. I, I remember whenever all this happened, we had pictures of the camels there because they, they sell camel rides to you if you're a traveler there. And they had Trump flags on the side of these camels. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> it was quite incredible. So anyway, they love Trump there because of the things he's done for Israel, which is, you know, one thing that got us excited about President Trump. But prophetically speaking, the way we know, I just told the, the one caller there about, I told her about Revelation 11, 1 and 2, where it talks about John giving a reed like a rod. But there's, there's other... Uh, there are other scriptures that tell us about the Temple Mount being there. Uh, one of them is Daniel 9.27. We talk about that. That's how we know that final year, uh, seven years starts. It talks about sacrifices being resumed and sacrifices being stopped. But Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 tell us very specifically about the abomination of desolation and what that is. We talked about that earlier in Matthew 24.15. And now... We can read this scripture. This lets us know that there's going to be a temple there as well. So do you want to read that for us? Which one are we talking about? Second Thessalonians 2, 3, and 4. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he... As God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So we know this is the abomination of desolation. When he goes to the temple and he declares that he is God and to be worshipped as God. The way we know that is Daniel chapter 11 verse 31 and 36. Both talk about the stopping of the animal sacrifices and the abomination of desolation. And it says that that antichrist, that a man of sin will exalt himself above God. And that's exactly what this scripture tells us. So these are very significant scriptures that tell us Revelation 11, 1 and 2, 2 Thessalonians 2, 3 and 4, and then of course Matthew 24, Jesus is talking about the same thing. This is what causes that abomination and desolation. The, uh, or the great tribulation is the abomination and desolation. So when you see that, remember Jesus said, let those who are in Judea get out of that area, the area we're talking about today, that Saudi Arabia wants uh, them to stop annexing that area. He wants those settlements to stop, and he wants that to be Palestinian territory, that very territory Jesus is talking about. And we know there's going to be a temple, and now we're hearing them say this agreement would bring in that high-speed train that would bring the pilgrims home to Israel for Passover in the third temple. Pretty significant and amazing information. So will the final seven years begin in 2023? Like I said at the beginning of the program, I think that it very well could. Uh, they're going to have to hurry things along if, they, if they're going to do it. But You, you would we, say it's unlikely, right? It's unlikely to me at this point. Could it start next year? It's very likely it could start next year. The, the thing is what we've got to have, Vince, and so everybody understands this again, it has to be a Palestinian Israeli agreement and people say why why does it have to be the Palestinians because those are the two people who claim rights to that land and the Bible tells us that God gave that land to Abraham in 
uh, Genesis 15, verse 18, he makes that covenant with Abraham and tells him this land will be yours and your descendants. Um, the land from the river in Egypt to the great river Euphrates. So there's supposed to be a whole lot more land that Israel controls. But right now, that's what the peace agreement will be over, Vince. It's going to be over Israel's final borders. And the Palestinians will have to agree to that. They'll have to say, okay, we can agree that Israel can exist here in this area, will exist here in this area. That's why it's a peace treaty. That covenant is a peace treaty. So these are things that are very exciting. It's being talked about right now. And it's really been talked about for a week. But we've had other things pop up that we're like, well, let's do this and let's do this. And I've been waiting for the right day. When I saw the bullet train story today, I'm like, today's the day. This <laughs> hey, is the day. Uh, Claudia is watching on Facebook and she says, well, since all this stuff isn't happening until 2040, uh, should we not be paying attention to any of it now? Should we wait until then? Now, we, we really need to begin to start helping people understand the significance of these things because prophecy is a way that we can help people understand that the Bible is true, the Bible's real. And if you can get people hooked on prophecy and help them to understand, look, the words of the Bible are alive. They're coming to pass right now in our time. And if you can get people to understand that the Bible is true and that these words are true, you can share salvation with them and continue to help people be saved and become part of the kingdom of God. And so... That's why prophecy is important. If you can help people to see, this is why you need to believe that God is real and that He, uh, you know, He died for our sins on the cross. And people have to understand that, uh, you know. And this is one way to get them to understand. Well, I would add too that uh, just because this rail station won't be done in twenty forty doesn't mean the temple right. won't be done until twenty forty. So Excellent. if they had the opportunity. To start building the temple right now, you and I both know very well they would begin right now. They've yeah. got everything prepared. They're ready to begin, and nothing would hold them back if they got the green light. So it's not like right. they're saying we're waiting until 2040. Right. They're just waiting for the the door to open, and and they have materials ready to go. So, yeah. um, and we and you don't think know. When this happens that Dave won't be on the airplane flying over there. <laughs> There's no telling what all's going to happen. <laughs> right. Uh, with end time, with everybody that's been falling for so long, mm-hmm. boy, I'm excited to see that day. You never know what all is going to be happening as we navigate these last days. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com and endtime.com. There's thousands of hours of content there available for you to watch and read for absolutely free. That's made available because of faithful partners that support us at endtime.com. give uh, We're so thankful for all of our partners. And, and Doug was mentioning about um, being born again, don't forget to go to endtime.com slash reborn to know what it means to be born again according to the Bible. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.